0: What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, world? It's another midnight, late night. I'll edition. IOW Sports with your boy, Wacomar. You know, no bells and whistles. We just talking straight sports right off the rip. Of course, got my trusty Modelo with me. It's midnight, so, hey, you know, damn 5 o'clock somewhere. It's, it's thirsty time. Thursday Midnight, so a.k.a. Thirsty Thursday. Hope everybody had a wonderful Thursday. Mm. I had a fantastic Thursday. Excuse me. <coughs> Let's get on the preliminaries at the way. Everybody, you can go over to www.iHalfthe119.com where you can find all the information of all the shows that we got going on, including this one. And then also the regularly scheduled IOW Sports live stream every Monday and Thursday coming to you live 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube. All right. So now we got all that out of the way. Excuse me. Let's go ahead. Let's run some uh, talk a little football. Talk a little football, talk a little football. You know, we're gonna go a little sideline to sideline, talk a little football. Um, just kind of one of the things I really wanted to touch on. Um, um, this whole thing with Urban Meyer. Um, he hired uh what's his name? Uh Chris Doyle, who was a former strength and conditioning coach at the University of Iowa. Um and you know, um the reason why it's only making headlines is because you know, Chris Doyle was accused, you know, it's just accusations, um, of making racist remarks, belittling and uh bullying players at the University of Iowa. You know, like I said it's accusations, but look, I used to live in Iowa four years. Um of course, if you're looking at the the screen and the live stream right now, yes, I am black. <laughs> um, were there certain remarks said every now and then? Yeah, um, but for the most part, I didn't deal with a lot of racism in Iowa. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't exist because that would be and be foolish. But what I'm saying is, is me personally, I never had to deal with certain things of to a high magnitude of racism in Iowa. But like I said, don't get it. My words twisted. And I'm not saying it didn't happen, but when you take a guy with just the accusations of saying racist remarks and you put him in the NFL, <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a, a league that's almost 70% black, you know, um, I mean, those players down in Jacksonville—they are gonna look at this this cat until you know they feel um, they could trust this man. I mean, I mean, you at the same time you you can't blame him. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope Urban Meyer knows what the hell he's doing. I mean, he's won a national championship, but he's never coached in the NFL. Um, so we'll see how this this hire plays out. I mean, you, you can't, I'll say it like this. You you want to tread lightly as your first time as a head coach and you're trying to win over a locker room. Shit like this, hiring a guy, just even if it's just accusations, you know, the, it's there. You, you're not going to be able to hide from these accusations of a man that's been accused of saying racist remarks. Period. I mean, there's there's no getting around this situation. So who knows how this situation is going to play out. All I know is if I was in that locker room, this man is going to have to bend over hell and fire to prove that I could trust this man. I mean, accusations, I'm with you, B. It's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit here and say that, He's not racist, or, or not this, and not that. The accusations are there. I mean, usually when there's smoke, there's what, there's motherfucking fire. I mean, <laughs> I hope every mind knows what he's doing. I mean, he he's been given the keys to a franchise that's got the number one overall pick. More than likely, they're gonna use it on Trevor Lawrence. You know, that's what the reports are saying. But you know, if 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 I'm a GM, you know. To me, that's the obvious choice. Go, go get Trevor Lawrence. But what I'm saying is, is he's stepping into a whole different world. This is not the NCAA. This is not the Big Ten where he can recruit the top players and dominate a, a old-school-minded collegiate league. This is the NFL. You're playing some of the top athletes in the world – at the height, it gets no higher than the NFL. And not only that, you got to make sure that you build a foundational sound franchise from the bottom up, but it also starts at the top. I mean, is is I'm with you, B. You know, Big Cub, Brian Wilkinson, shout out. Thanks for the support, big homie. It's not a good look. I mean, you... you <laughs> you know, the, the public opinion matters. And whether it's just an accusation and, and there's no actual formal charges or anything, how often do people treat people different just off of base, off of accusations? Anytime your name is associated with certain things like racism, uh, domestic violence, molestation, that leaves a stain on you no matter where you go and and you always going to have to prove yourself that you are not what the public opinion really is is molding you to be. So, Chris Doyle, I mean, you got you got bridges, you got a man that you didn't even knew was already burnt down and, and on fire. You got a lot of bridge, you got a lot of bridges to men already. So, I mean, Urban Meyer, he, he's sticking with the guy he hired him on purpose. He said he talked to him. And they had a deep conversation, whatever the fuck that means. But it's not a good look. It, it really is not. Um, other news. Uh, it's reported Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> oh, goat talk. Uh, it's reported that he might have um, some minor knee surgery. Um, I'm not really, you know worried about it. I'm just trying to, you know, it's topics. I gotta talk sports. You know, I'm running now NFL talk. The guy just won a Super Bowl. I mean he looked phenomenal in the Super Bowl. He didn't have to strain a lot, especially when he got a top notch defense and played fucking lights out. Um I'm not too worried about it. Any injury I'm really worried about is Patrick Mahomes uh little toe surgery he just had Wednesday. Um they said it went successful. But this old Tom Brady needs a little surgery. I mean, the guy's 43. He's gonna have a little minor surgeries here and there. But I mean, training camps not gonna be going off till July. I mean, the guy's gonna have at least a good solid five months to recoup. And if there's any guy in the NFL that's beaten father time, is is Tom Brady. I mean, the guy just won a seven Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like But, you know, I got I got to talk about these things because what if what if he can't, you know, take it anymore? I I just you just took the words right out of my mouth, B. I mean, the guy's 43, (laughs) you know, his bounce back may not be what it was when he was 25. I mean, that's to me, that's common sense. So you know, I'm just reporting what's said out there, you know, I'm just giving my personal take. I'm not really worried about that, this little minor surgery, but it does need to be talked about because what if he doesn't bounce back? What if he comes out a little rusty, not moving? I mean, he's already not mobile, but then you go from from moving like a sloth to literally uh, standing like a cactus in the in the pocket, then then maybe this might mean something more. But it's is February, Super Bowl just ended, training camp ain't even happened. Matter of fact, the actual league NFL league calendar hasn't even ended yet. The new season starts in March when free agency opens up. So I mean, I'm not too worried about it now. Now, Mahomes, turf toe, I'm worried about that. Now, that's something I'm going to keep my eye out for a long, 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 long time on that. Not just because he's a Chiefs fan, but he's good for the league. He's exciting. I mean, look at all the tweets and the memes and, and everything in a Super Bowl loss. And people were still talking about how he was still trying to make phenomenal plays. So, I'm more worried about Patrick Mahomes turf toe. I'm not necessarily freaking out about this little minor surgery for Tom Brady. But I know one thing that Tom Brady need to work on. That boy need to work on his liquor content, his intake of liquor, (laughs) because that boy was struggling at that damn Super Bowl parade. (laughs) That boy, come on, come on, Tom. No, 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 this way, Tom. that boy was smiling ear to ear like that boy just got some new nana, <laughs> but he got some bomb shit waiting at the home with Giselle. But that boy looked like he got something. Yeah, hey, hey, boy, hey, that boy was gone, B. <laughs> boy, I knew time was gone is when he had the Super Bowl trophy in his hand and that boy just like shot put that bitch. You, you gone like people literally will kill and die. they be a Super Bowl champion, and he's just like, Fuck it, catch it. Somebody catch it. Like, that boy was toasted. That boy was, but Scotty, your cheesecake chips on bank. Hey, that boy was geeked up. Boy, I'm telling you, hey, I, I gotta admit now, seeing that, I see why, I see why people flee and run to go play with Tom Brady. He is one of the guys. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever played football, but, you know, for anybody that hasn't, you know, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. A football locker room is literally made up of everybody, black, white, Spanish, uh, you know, Samoan, whatever. Um People of all different backgrounds, religions, blase, blase. But when it comes to being the team, if you don't have that unity, you ain't winning shit. Talent can only take you so far, but if you ain't got the team, you ain't doing shit. And so especially with your quarterback, you want your quarterbacks to not only just be a leader, but you you want them to really interact with the team. If they're separating themselves, you know, there's there's only so much that you'll go and have his back, and that's that's not saying anything mean. I'm just saying that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? A hey B, you talking about? They said they in talks with Odell. I saw that shit too, but I'm, I'm gonna touch that in a second. Um, so Tom Brady, you know, all these years that he's, you know, twenty plus years that he was with. Um, New England. I saw him in a different light because I, I, I really didn't care for him. I I thought he was arrogant. I thought, you know, just that whole relationship with him and Bill Belichick was just nuts. But now, now that he's in Tampa, I gotta admit, I ain't gonna say I like the guy. I ain't going that fucking far. But what I'm saying is, it's nice to know that your quarterback doesn't separate himself. He's one of the guys. He's gonna... he's He's going to lay it out for you, and so in return, you're going to lay it out for him. You're going to go all out. You're going to go 100 with your man. I mean, he, you you got to, like Brady or not, you got to respect shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That that means a lot. That That's, that's going to take a team further than a, than a, a team full of uh, pro bowlers and talented motherfuckers. If you got the team unity like that, especially with the seven-time champ leading the charge, as in we doing this together, hey, that's a dangerous combination. Like, you can't beat that at all. I mean, I see a little bit of that in Patrick Mahomes. He's one of the guys. He was partying up last year at the Super Bowl parade. But, yeah, hey, Tom, let's let's work on your liquor intake, bro. I mean, I don't know how much you had to drink, but but damn it. It looked like it looked like you couldn't wait to find the, n- the nearest trash can and just spill all your guts, bro. <laughs> it looked like you don't drink a lot. I mean, hey, hey, if the results on the field and you don't drink a lot, come out like this, by all means. But in the Super Bowl parade, boy, you, you better learn how to how to how to control that intake. Better eat some bread. Better get some. Better get some water. <laughs> Better stay hydrated, boy. <laughs> oh, shit. um, I did find one story that was crazy as hell. Um, it's that Chad, uh, if everybody's familiar with Chad Johnson, uh, former uh, Bengals, uh, all pro wide receiver, um, aka Chad Ocho Cinco, um, he had a crazy story come out um so this man has seven kids oh shit my fault let me back this up let me because i put you up on there b so if 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 um so if the bucks are talking about getting odell and if they get odell backer whoo hmm Wow. My thing is if they get Odell, who's not coming back? Because at the end of the day, there's only one football. So you got Mike Evans. He's a beast. Uh you got Chris Godwin. Um, when he ain't, you know, playing butterfingers, he's 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 a solid number two. Um you got Scotty Miller, a little little fast little white boy. He thinks he can fuck with Tyreek on the speed tip, but and yeah, pump your brakes, Scotty. You may be quick, you ain't that fast. Um, you got Cameron Brake tied in, he's nice. I like him, of course. You got Gronk. I mean, I don't see Gronk not coming back. I mean, he may not be as productive like he was in New England. He had it, I, I would say Gronk had a decent year, first year back from retirement. I mean, and of course, he did that for Tom Brady. If Tom Brady didn't ask him, he, he'd still be sitting on the sideline. He loves some Tom Brady. And, I mean, it's, it's starting to show why cats. But we just talked about that. But um, O.J. Howard is supposed to come back. Um, I like O.J. Howard. The only problem is with O.J. Howard, he's hurt. I mean, he was, he missed pretty much majority of this season. He still gets a ring. But um, so if they add Odell, somebody's got to go some I mean that's a lot a lot of needy receivers and there's only one ball um but I will say if they do add uh obj boy thats would that, be nasty but if anybody has seen the show um the daily stream on Monday and Thursdays with uh me me and the co-host Jamal Detroit mail the man with the Grand Master plan um streaming every Monday and Thursday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Um, we've kind of already alluded to the fact that there's a big chance that OBJ is not going back to Cleveland. I mean, why why pay him all those millions of dollars? Um, he's, he's starting to show a little bit of durability issue. Um, I mean, you can't say that the Cleveland Browns were – Worse without them. I mean, they—they they made you know franchise history. When's the last time they went to the uh, to the playoffs? <laughs> That's been forever. Not only do they get in the playoffs, they get a playoff win. They made it to the uh, divisional round. It, it wasn't a one and done like like everybody expected. You know, I damn sure didn't expect it. But I mean, they they honestly played better without OBJ. I mean, I think I think just having OBJ in Cleveland it felt like Baker was trying to force him the ball because they made the trade and it just wasn't clicking right. I mean, see 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 what kind of value you can get for Odell Why he's somewhat young, because I think he'd be like 28, 27, 29 over in that ballpark. But, you know, he's creeping up to 30. So get what you can for him. See see who's silly enough to give you, you know, at your max asking offer. Who knows? I mean, why not? (laughs) You played better without him see what value his name gives. I mean, nobody is never going to forget that catch that he made in the Giants uniform, one-handed against the Cowboys. That's forever in everybody's brains. And so people are still going to put value to his name because of that catch, because it was such an iconic catch. I mean, (laughs) everybody's waiting for that Odell to come back. And I can't blame him if, if you're going to get that Odell back. You know, that's a debate we can have on another show on another time. But people are still clamoring to see if we can get that same performance from Odell again. It hasn't really happened in Cleveland. Maybe it's time for just go ahead and call it, call it a mutual split. Browns go your way. Odell can go his way. See see what value you get for him. Why the fuck not? It ain't going to hurt. I mean, hell. The proof is in the pudding. You just didn't play. You know, the team didn't lose a step without him. Matter of fact, I, I you can damn near say the team got better. But then again, the Cleveland Browns run off of Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. That running game is, is stupid. So, You know, if I'm if 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 I'm Cleveland or if I'm a wide receiver, period, Cleveland may not be my my number one place to to go visit as a free agent. I see what your offense is running through. You you run through two-headed monster of running backs. You know, (laughs) my touches and my targets is is not gonna be high. Go to Green Bay, that's a different subject. You know what I'm saying? Go to Kansas City. That's damn sure a different subject, as y'all can tell. Andy Reid don't like using running backs, but but he got him on the roster. I don't know if, for what the fuck for. He don't use them, but I'm with you, B. I, I think I I think um with the right team, Odell could still show out. Um, is it Tampa Bay? Like the reporters are saying, I do not know. Um who I can actually see him. You know what team I actually see Odell possibly going to? I could possibly see him going to Atlanta. I mean, he, he's a nightlife kind of guy. We all know Atlanta got the nightlife. You know, shit. You know, ATL got them scribbles, dog. Shit. I wouldn't mind going to Atlanta being a dirty bird and get paid millions of dollars to play football just to blow it in a strip club. I mean, he ain't married. I mean, if I was him, I looking at that too. Why the fuck not? New Orleans. Ooh. Hey, Brian, go ahead. Drop a comment. Who, who, What team you think you, um, you think, uh, Odell might, might, might fit into. Oh, yeah, magic. <laughs> boy, stop playing with him, boy. Hey, <laughs> boy, <laughs> I'm telling you, if I went in my old lady and the kid, dog, get me a goddamn dirty burden up in that motherfucking ATL, too, God it, shit. <laughs> boy, them, them joints be clucking out of there, boy. <laughs> shit. Shit. <laughs> But well, in all seriousness, if he goes to Atlanta, because I feel that it might be time for Julio to find a new change of scenery. But say Julio stays, just for, you know, I really don't like to deal with hypothetical, but, you know, it's off season. We just throwing shit out there. There's a lot of reports. Um, OBJ, Ridley. Julio, that's not a bad little trio of wide receivers. I mean, they they not really a run run kind of team. They gon they gonna fling that rock all over the field. Whether it's Matt Ryan or whoever else. I mean, cause they, they need to figure that that's that little situation out first. If they gonna stick with Matt Ryan or not. Me personally, I I don't I don't have no issue with them. Keep it Matt Ryan, but I will say, start preparing for your future. That's all. But anyway, but back to it. Um, original statement before we got on the OBJ. Um, so Chad Johnson, Chad Ocho Cinco. Um, definitely. Um, came out with an article uh, today. So this man got seven kids. Six baby mamas. Now, I ain't judging. I'm not judging. All I'm saying is, so in the article, he was quoted as saying that I did not sleep with these women because they were beautiful. I slept with them as a a strategic way of matching my DNA with their athletic DNA to create superstars, athletic superstars. You can call the man crazy but i kind of sat back and thought about it so i mean i'm i'm look this is my show i keep it 100 i keep it real you know i've been with a couple of females that stack right they you know they they plump got them cakes in them they shaped in the right areas looking like an hourglass looking like a coke bottle But you know, face was like a booger. What? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna lie. That ain't what I do. So, you know, Chad Johnson is saying that it wasn't about the looks. It was about the literally the genetics. Hey, then the article says that all six of the baby mothers are okay with the situation. They're pretty much primarily the ones that raise the kids. It's like a village kind of uh little situation. and uh, you know, ain't really a lot of bickering and fighting. I mean, <laughs> it's not is is it's not a crazy move. Don't get me wrong. It's it's definitely um unique. <laughs> and that's me putting him out. You know, it's definitely not your convention uh conventional uh uh, way of thinking. But, I mean, hell, that dude might be on to something. Because, I mean, it, I got to find an article, but I mean, he has a daughter that's like 14, 15 year old being a track star. He has a son at Arizona State playing Division I football. I mean, if all his kids go pro, that that's success like a month. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not I'm, I'm not mad at him. I don't know if he's doing this for the money or he's doing it for you know making sure his kids is set up using athletics as a way to set up other financial avenues. If that's the case, then by all means, that's his strategy. But you know, I mean <laughs> boy, you bring you boy, you about to share this hell, boy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sleeping with a truck stop or just to have a truck driver, baby. <laughs> boy, you shell. Damn you, shell. God damn it, you supposed to leave that shit in the goddamn group. Boy, you can't you can't be bringing this goddamn foolishness to my podcast, man. But no, keep bringing it because I love it. It is it's late night it is. It's no hose bar. We keep this shit raw and uncover, but boy. <laughs> Boy, you're going to raise an all-pro truck driver, boy. <laughs> boy, you, boy, you shall. But, I mean, hey, think about it, folks. It's really not a, a, a crazy idea, especially if you get all these women on board and they okay with it. I mean, it, to me, it's just a hood version of polygamy. I mean, that's what it sounds like. It just sounds like just a group of, of, of negros niggers. That seems like it's okay to just do what the fucking goddamn motherfuckers in Utah do. It, it looked like it's like just some polygamy shit. If if he's cool, if the if the baby mamas are cool with it, he cool with it. And ain't nobody tripping, ain't nobody fussing and fighting, and ain't making no drama out of it. And and, and in all honesty, he, it's a village situation. Everybody wins. What if all those kids go out to go, you know, be top professional athletes in whatever field they go on and they bring all that money back and then they can take that money and, you know, help here, help there, help everywhere. I mean, it's really not a far-fetched idea. Hey, hey you damn right it worked for the, for the Kardashians. I mean, hell, what? Look, Chad. Hey, you might be on to something. I mean, it's too late for me, but, I mean, you keep hope alive, brother. I mean, if it works out for you, it works out for you. I ain't going to be mad at it at all. Not one damn bit. Play on, player. Get yours. And if and if all your goddamn C's grow up to be goddamn ballers and they want to retire you, hey, by all means, shit. I mean, what what parent don't want their kids to be at the top of whatever field they do? So, even if they don't do athletics, what if they go be the best judges, the best lawyers, you know, the best doctors? Hey, by all means, do what you do, Chad. I mean, because I – and plus, Chad Johnson don't even – I don't take him as a type that really gives a damn of, of what – people really think about him he don't he don't come off to me as that type of cat to really give a damn (laughs) of what other people are gonna say about him so hey he's doing his thing his people is, is happy so hey do you ocho cinco i mean do you bro so you know um let's jump over to a little basketball we're gonna go a little Going above the rim a little bit, talk a little basketball. Um before I uh go into the scores of tonight's games, um let's uh let's let's all reach out to Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, when you wanna say a person that's just getting just damn affected by COVID. I mean, this, this, this guy right here is just, he's just going through the ringer with COVID. So Carlton Towns just missed 13 games with COVID. Um, you know, he, he admitted that, um, that he's a high risk case, you know, and, and COVID really did, did a number on him, you know, um, but it, it also goes beyond just his own personal battle with COVID. Like, it, it has literally affected this man's family. Like, his mother passed away from COVID. Like, wow. Wow. Not only your mother, but, you know, the reports are saying six other family members passed away from COVID. Wow. Hey, Amen. out there in Minnesota, fans, y'all need to go ahead, and show that man so much love, show that man some appreciation. If y'all really dig him, because I'm big on, on giving people their flowers while you can. And this man has gone through the ringer with damn COVID. So he ain't he ain't gonna be one of them type of people to hear none of y'all goddamn, you know, conspiracy theorists talking about COVID's fate. He ain't the one. Don't have that conversation with him. He might be liable to smack the shit out you. Cause when you lose six family members, including your mama, I'm a mama's boy. I ain't gonna front. Most black men is a mama's boy. And, you know, we could have the the, the discussion on why that is. Uh, We'll have that on the I Often Wonder show. But it's the late night edition night owl sports. So we're gonna keep it sports related. I'm a mama's boy. If COVID took my mama and a motherfucker said to me, Co is fake. I'm a conspiracy theory, blah, 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 blah. COVID this, COVID that, blah, blah, blah. I might smack fire to your ass. For real. But I'm glad that he's able to get back to the court. Because everybody needs a distraction throughout this whole shit. And lucky for him, basketball is his distraction. And he benefits by getting paid handsomely for it. But that's just still his job, but it's still his passion. So, you know, I'm glad he's able to get back on the court. Um, hopefully he stays healthy. Hopefully he doesn't contract this shit again. But hopefully that he's, he's you know, he can talk to somebody. And, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's the, um, the sports therapists all over the world. But I just hope that somebody is there in that man's corner and making sure that he's good. So I mean, let's talk about it big, you know, you said uh but mentally is that a good move to come back to the game? I mean, we'll see. If he if he's not fully there and I mean, you can tell when somebody's not fully in their right mind and in that in that space. I can only speak for me at some point I would want to go back because eventually you're going to need a distraction from the real world. You're going to need some kind of distraction to take your mind off of, off of sadness, off of sorrow, off of, you know, death, you know, not just his own experience, but just, just seeing so much death in his family from this pandemic. So, I mean, just to really answer your question, B, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a smart move. I know if I was in his shoes, you know, I would return to basketball when I'm mentally ready. I mean, I'm I'm an emotional kind of guy. I'm a, I'm ai am a cancer. I'm born in July. We we're, we're emotional creatures, right? You know, if if that's my mama, I I'm I'm going to need all all the bereavement time that I can take. I need all the time that I need to grieve. Because that my Dukes. I'm a mama boy. Hey, you know, and there's no diss to the rest of my family. I love my family. I love everybody in my family. I love all my close friends. I treat them like family. But my Dukes, they're my Dukes. You you want to see all the bitch come out of me? All the crying, the schnotting. <laughs> I'm telling you. Let's and I hope it don't happen no time soon. But if something was to happen, you know, tragically to my mama, I, I, I'm I boo-hooing and I ain't give a damn who make fun of me. I'm boo-hooing like shit. So um, out there in Minnesota, man, y'all, y'all go take care of your boy. Look out for him. I hope his family's, you know, wrapping their arms around him and loving on that man that's a lot of that's a lot of mental shit to deal with that's a lot of death to deal with in your family alone and you had your own personal battle with covid that's a lot of shit to deal with um so i hope he talks with somebody get this shit off his chest let it go um so he can clear his mind mentally i mean we're all in this whole mental game right now dealing with this pandemic so um your big cat um uh, I, I don't know if you ever see this, but, bro, hey, man, big ups. And I hope you stay healthy, and I hope that you can keep your mind clear and focus on what you love to do, man, playing ball, you know. And most importantly, you know, don't do it for these people and these fans. Do it for you because this is what you love to do, you know. Hey, big ups, bro, because that that's a, that's a lot of mental shit to deal with. Um, But speaking of COVID, uh, the Toronto Raptors have announced that they will be finishing the rest of their NBA season in Tampa Bay. Now, actually, that's not a bad idea. I mean, right now, Tampa Bay seems like the city of champions. I mean, they just won a Stanley Cup, just won a Super Bowl. Their baseball team went to the World Series. Hell, Raptors, I, I think about relocating to Tampa Bay. I mean, it's no distant Toronto. I heard Toronto's a beautiful city. I heard it's gorgeous. It's pretty much uh, uh, a little smaller version of New York City and Canada. That's what I've been hearing. Uh, you know, I, I hope that, you know, once COVID get the fuck out of the way, that I'm able to go up there, check Toronto out, because, you know, See what see what Drake be talking about rolling through the six with my walls, you know I mean, I, I just want to check out Toronto and plus I'm I'm a cook. So, you know, I heard the food scene popping out there Um, but Hey this year Tampa Bay look like the city of champions. I mean Why not Raptors? Because it, the reason why they're making this move, you know they're saying that is is all due to the COVID restrictions. I mean, Canada is, has shut down their borders to the U.S., and I don't blame them because you know, USA, we are getting funky with the with the damn COVID. We can't we can't keep this shit on the lock and kick. I don't blame them, but why not think about relocating? I'm just saying, especially if this whole COVID little situation. Won't go away no time soon. Why not make Tampa Bay your temporary home, you know, COVID-related, and when we start seeing this whole COVID go away, then then address the issue again. But why the hell not? The only drawback I see is that is if these players have set up you know, probably more than likely they they probably set up homes in Toronto. Um, if they got families in Toronto, how's that going to play? You know, we was just speaking about Car Anthony Towns' mental, you know, situation that he has to deal with, with a lot of death he's seen in his family and him dealing with COVID himself. But what about in this situation with Toronto players, if they got families that are still in Toronto? You know, kids, look, you can do only so much Zoom, you know, StreamYard, doing all this face-to-face shit on computers and technology. But sometimes, hey, you just need to hug your people, wrap your arms around them, tell them you love them. I mean, you take that away from players. And you're talking about a 72, 82 game season. So you're probably talking about five, six months. That's that, that, That's a mental strain as, as hell. You know, I got two beautiful daughters, you know. When I send them to, to my mom's house or they go to the other grandmother's house, you know, I, I love it because I ain't getting bothered. But at the like day two or day three, you know, those feelings sit in when like, damn, I miss my babies. So I can only imagine where well, I can't imagine going six, five, maybe even seven months if you go into the playoffs without seeing your kids. I mean that that that's a that that's that's a lot on your mental. And you know when you when you playing Professional sports, and you at that that highest level of any sports, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever, and you talking about the epitome of greatness, yeah, B, it's hard. I mean, matter of fact, B, a hey, drop your comment because you got kids, bro, and you on the road. You know, you a truck driver. Shout out to all the truck drivers, um, y'all, y'all, y'all keeping this economy going, bro. Because I mean, real, real talk. Y'all are keeping this economy going through this crazy shit. But so imagine being in a not only a physical game, but there's some mental aspects of playing professional sports. And if you're not there mentally, you potentially putting your body at risk of getting hurt, especially in football. You can damn sure get hurt in, in basketball. I mean, that's another Physical sport, you could dance or get hurt in hockey. That's physical as hell. You know, I'm not gonna say that you can or cannot get hurt in baseball. I play baseball, you know, you're not necessarily doing full on contact with another individual, but I mean, if you dive out for a ball, you're hitting the ground. You know, you slide in the second base on the steel, you're hitting the ground. You know, you're still at risk of getting beaned in the head with a ball and going. You know, ninety plus miles per hour. So, and I'm not gonna say that you can't get hurt, but directly physical contact between two individuals, sports like that, that's that's a lot on your mental. And, uh, man, NBA, y- y'all got some, um, y'all got some uh, some work to work to do with this whole COVID shit. Because when y'all was in the bubble, y'all was able to contain it, control it. But now that y'all not in the bubble, she's kind of nuts right now. Uh let's let's go ahead and take a look at some of the uh scores tonight in the NBA. Um this just this score just went final not too long ago. Um Portland Trail Blazers squeaked out a victory over the Philadelphia 76ers, 118 uh, 114. I like the Blazers. Um, I mean, Dane time. Hey, that boy nasty. He gets your bucket in, in the in the late time, and and he thrives in those moments. I like, I like that little mamba mentality he got. Shout out, R.I.P. Kobe. Um, Philly is in first place in the East. I didn't expect that. I'm not gonna lie. I think they just have a weird construction how their team is put together. It's a lot of bigs. Uh uh and then and not a really a lot of shooters, even though the other Curry brother, Seth Curry, is balling right now. Boy. He probably got tired of that damn spotlight. Like his brother keep getting, he's like, no, my nipple, I, I can shoot too. They're running a the family. Hear, Shit, you think you the only shooter? Hey, Seth balling right now. Seth Curry. Yes, I. Seth Curry, y'all. Not Steph, Seth. He is balling for the Sixers right now. I saw a stat the other day. He, if he keeps up his pace right now, he may be the first guy that got, uh, what Was it, 50% from the three-point. He's shooting 100% at the free throw. I mean, my goodness. And then he's still shooting at least above 50% on the field. Boy. <laughs> boy, that boy, he said Chad Johnson trying to be like Dale Curry. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, um, what's his name? Um, LeVar Ball, you know, he, he got the Ball Brothers pause in the NBA, um, and, uh, LeAngelo, he was signed with the Pistons before he got cut. So, you know, I'm pretty sure he's a proud Papa got, got majority of his sons in the league. I mean, I don't, Hey. Uh, like like a zero oh main chat josh hey, do what you do oh uh, with the holiday uh drew drew holiday and his brothers you know i'm pretty sure his dad is happy as hell that he, he got three sons in the nba the ataka ataka umpo <laughs> hey man i'll be struggling with goddamn uh giannis's last name I, ataka umpo i just call him about greek freak I'd be struggling with that motherfucker's last name, but I mean, he plays with his brother and then they got another brother that played on the Lakers, so, you know, I I know that whole family is happy as hell, you know, I'm probably fucked up, y'all last name, but don't take it out on me, don't beat me up, man, y'all should, y'all should shorten that shit, like Ante, like Giannis Ante, I don't know, you know. Y'all need to start having like the little bouncy ball when y'all say your name on the screen and shit, so I can follow what y'all, motherfuckers. <laughs> but back, back to the, <laughs> back to the scores. Um, Warriors edged uh, out a game over the Orlando Magic, one eleven to one hundred five. Um, Pacers beat up on the uh, Pistons, one eleven to ninety five. Now this was an ass whooping. The Celtics put a beat down on the Raptors, one hundred twenty to one hundred six. The Heat got a win out in H Town, one hundred one to ninety four. Um, it's crazy how Houston's been playing, man. Ever since they got rid of uh James Harden, they actually been better. I mean, he he didn't want to be there. So why hold on to him? He he didn't. I think that nigga put on a fat suit. I ain't gonna lie, cause that nigga was looking like a like he was looking rotund. That boy was looking like a roly poly. And then all of a sudden he got that trade to Brooklyn, in there, and that that nigga just automatically was back in shape. Like, like only time is only time I've seen weight loss that quick is motherfucking was doing some some dope. They were doing some some crack. That's the only time I've seen a motherfucker with what a, what a huge just loss of weight. They were doing crap. So, I mean, I'm not saying y'all should go drug test James Harden. Go drug test that nigga. Uh, but I ain't never seen nobody drop so much weight. So, he had to add a, a, like one of the little fat suits, little vests or something. But see, y'all, y'all saw the pictures when he was with with Houston before they traded his ass. That boy, he, he made Charles Barkley look slim. That's how chunky that boy was looking. And then he get the trade all of a sudden that he wanted. And now he in the best shape of his life. Go drug test that nigga. that boy was doing crap. <laughs> that boy was hanging with goddamn Lamar Odom and shit doing what they do. <laughs> Yo, I'm tripping. Don't even mind me. Don't even mind me. Um <laughs> Oh, it's just, hey, hey, hey! B, talk to these people, man. I, I he, he did look like Carl Winslow, man. That dude was looking rotund as hell, man. Now all of a sudden he he got in shape is like overnight. Once he go back to uh, once he goes to uh Brooklyn, man, I ain't buying. Is either a fat suit or I ain't even doing crap. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to I me mean, when's the last time you see a motherfucker drop someone's weight like that? They were doing something, they're doing something. I'm telling you. Um, but this Raptors game with the Celtics, you know, I could see uh Boston being one of those teams in the east, you know, to um to challenge Milwaukee, to challenge uh Brooklyn, um. Actually, Pacers is not too far in those standings neither. I mean, let's be honest. The the East is wide open. And and it amazes me how, now, now, before I say this, don't kill me. I ain't never been a good, I ain't never been a big LeBron fan. Now, if anybody know me, I call LeBron Flopper Flopper James, because that boy flopped like a motherfucker. All right, but... When he was in the East, motherfuckers was running to the West. Now he goes to the West. Now motherfuckers are running to the East. I mean, KD didn't up and left. Kyrie stayed in the East. James Harden then then got his ass out to the East. Russell Westbrook went to his his ass to the East. Everybody running from is everybody running from Brian? I, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Is, is everybody running from Brian? I mean, it's a fair question. To me, it's a fair question because Brian easily can take any team and make them a contender. I'm just saying. You don't have to like LeBron, but you got to fucking respect what he does. I mean, am I lying? LeBron makes any team a contender anytime he steps on that team. What nobody thinking about Cleveland Cavaliers. He he carried them to the finals. Guess where? Because he was the only thing that was worth to them, he literally carried that team to the finals. Asked them to get help, they didn't do it. He goes to fucking out there, Miami. They, they get two chips, four straight chip, four state, four straight trips to the finals, and get two chips. I mean, he's winning. Then he goes back to Cleveland. When's the last time any franchise in Cleveland won before he got that NBA title? I'll wait. Look, LeBron is a magnet. A lot of things in the NBA or in the sports world in general gravitate towards people like LeBron. You ain't got to like him. But motherfucker, you gotta you gotta put some respect on that man's name, and that's probably one of the biggest things that drives me crazy about the whole goat debate. You know, is it Jordan? Is it LeBron? Look, in my definition, both are goats because you are the greatest at your time that you played. Now, and they want to get into that debate. Oh, you know, uh, to me is is asinine because. More than not, people are going, you know, downplay another's career to big up the other one. So that I'm not into that. And plus, it's so subjective. What did you watch growing up? I'm 33. I saw the last half of MJ's career. I saw all of Kobe's career, and I saw all of LeBron's career. To me, they all goals. Because you were great at your time that you played. I I, I mean, I I can't sit there and and say one is the goat over the other because of this or that. No. Greatness. I was happy to see, see them play. It's not like everybody gets to see greatness in sports all the time. When you see that much greatness like that in that time span, I was okay with it. So, I mean, appreciate what it was. Everybody went from uh, from building a team to beat going to state to building a team to be. Hey, you're right, B. No arguments for me on that one. It was like that. All the teams, when Steph and Clay got their first championship and then when they had KD and got a couple of them out, yeah, Cass was like, oh, how the hell are we going to beat going to state? Now. Is how we're going to beat the Lakers because Brian there. I mean, now we'll say this, and I said it before Anthony Davis has got to stay healthy. He's either going to be the greatest Robin to LeBron's Batman, or he's just going to be a medical case. Luckily, for AD, he got his chip last year. I don't know if he's uh, content with that, but I, I don't know. You you better holler at LeBron, cause LeBron spend spend millions on his body to make sure he stay healthy. Reach out to him. I mean, he he's right there with you. I will reach out to him, AD. LeBron, what are you doing? Like like. <laughs> He said he dead Rose 2.0. <laughs> oh shit. Hey, but I give that Rose Prop. He's actually been staying healthy the last what's that three, four years? And now he just got traded to uh traded back to the Knicks. I mean, he's he's he just had a quick little resurgence of his career, but but yeah. I mean, A D man, he set out again because um you know, he sat out of practice again. He didn't play yesterday. Um, we'll see if he plays tomorrow. They play the Grizzlies. Ooh, I'm going to have to watch that game for sure because I like John Moran. I like him. Um, so he'll be playing the Lakers. That game's going to be on 10 o'clock. Um, so I'll, I'll watch a little bit on that before I hop on here at midnight tomorrow. Um, so everybody look out for that game. But um, we coming up on closing this hour out. Um, thanks to uh, all my guests, your big dog Brian, my man Brian Wilkerson, holla at you BWO life forever, full life. <laughs> I appreciate the love and support. Um, look, man, I love doing this. So everybody, come come check me out every Monday through Friday like literally right at 12 o'clock midnight. I'm gonna hop on this thing. I ain't got no music, I ain't nothing that fancy. I'm just gonna turn the camera on. We're gonna talk sports. All right. Um, like I said, go over to wwwioften 19com You can find out all the information we got going on with the IOW network, um, Patreon, all that stuff. Um, if you are in the triangle area, holler at me. I do catering. Mad Max M A D M A C S dot I like my girl, uh, Alexis. She's one of the hosts on the podcast. She also does catering, but her treats. Oh, she could whip up a red velvet cake like no other. So if you're in the triangle area, uh, look out for Millie J Sweet Treats. Also, our homeboy, uh, Detroit Mel. You know, he's putting down for Detroit. You know, he comes up with all our merch for all the podcasts. So go over to bonfire.com. Type in J Edwin Collection and he'll get you laced up. Um, man, it's been real, it's been fun. I can't wait till tomorrow. It's gonna be some good sports, you know, topics we're gonna get to talk about tomorrow. But until then, be be real people, be nice to each other, love each other, give your flowers to all your peoples while you can. I need a cake. I got you, big. Come holla at me. All right, folks. Good evening. I'll let y'all later.